There we go. God damn it! <laughs> Here we go. We're Doug and Will and we are off the rail, off the rail. Listening to Off the Rails, a podcast that's rarely recorded with little preparation and two uninformed guys. I'm Doug, and with me as always, welcome, who William! Hey yo, what up, Douglas? What up, William? Clearly unprepared as I started the podcast with the Satgate music, some of you may know, may not know, instead of the Off the Rails theme song. We're getting off to a great start already. Welcome, everybody, to Off the Rails, where we fuck up with regularity. Yeah, I miss that Satgate song. I haven't heard that one in a while. Listen, you want to get started off with a little Satgate? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, here we go. William, these fuckers at Hy-Vee are on some bullshit again. It's not the grocery store. It's back at the Hy-Vee gas station that I'm having serious issues with. Once again, they're back to that fuckery where they're robbing people and they're they're not advertised. My advertised prices are not what's coming up on the cash register. You got bubblers, two for two fifty, ringing up for a dollar eighty nine a can. They've got Coke on special, two for three fifty, ringing up at like two fifty a can. It's ridiculous. I got a can a can of booze the other day. Uh, it didn't ring up at all. There was no price on it whatsoever. She was like, "How much is it?" I was like, "I don't know. You tell me." Now it was sitting next to the uh, what's your favorite the the uh, cutthroats. They're sitting next to the cutthroats at two ninety nine a can. But the price tag said cutthroat $2.99. Now, my White Claw Vodka Peach was sitting in that same row, but it didn't have a price that specified the White Claw. So I said, I don't know. And I didn't bother to tell her it was sitting in the $2.99 row with the cutthroats. I said, that's, I don't know. You tell me how much it is. Um, she only rang it up for a dollar. So that was a fucking steal of a deal. But my point is, they're on that fuckery. And if you don't call them out and say, no, 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 it's two for two fifty, two for three fifty, whatever the price is. They're fucking you, and I don't understand how they can get away with this. It's some bullshit, and they're they're back on their fuckery, and I don't like it. Oh, man, I'm glad to have it back. It's been a minute. It's been a minute since we've yeah. had that gate struggles. Yeah, I mean, you're just not you're not making enough waves. You're not you're not providing a big enough splash to to stop this. Um, you need to do more, Douglas. What else can we do? What else do you need to do to, to call them out? Well, I need to, I guess, other than doing it right here, I've got to actually call them out. Um, I keep my my complaints silent. On occasion, I will say to the cash register, uh, I can't imagine how many people are getting screwed on a daily basis. Uh, They don't ever say anything. There's one, there's two gals that recognize me and they, because I go in there so much, and they know that when I come up with those bubblers 
that even though it's not ringing up uh, at the proper price, they know it's on special. Now, do they do that for anybody else? I don't know. But they make an effort to go, oh, yeah, the bubblers, and then they subtract uh, the amount that they should. Um, but they didn't do it with the Coke the other day because they, they just they don't know. My point is, I'm not telling anybody. I haven't made – I tried to make a phone call last year, two years ago when we first started complaining about this. Yeah. And the manager got off work at like 1 o'clock every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think to make the complaint until after he's off of work so there's nobody to speak to. Um, apparently, if you, if you can't catch that manager, dude, who do you talk to? They make it sound like that's the only guy I can talk to. I got to go up the chain. Do I yeah. do I got to take it to Twitter? Twitter seems to be a good spot to go for these kind of things, isn't it? I think Twitter's a, a great spot, but I don't know if you have enough following for them to respond to. Oh, huh. So that's how it works. You have to have a large following on Twitter for in order. I can I send out a Twitter a tweet and it just goes to everybody, like just to. Yeah, that doesn't mean that everybody reads it. It tells you now how many impressions your tweets get. Uh, mine are usually in the lower double digits, and High V is just not going to respond to something that's. In yeah, the but don't digits. you don't isn't that why you tag them? Don't you like at High V? You guys need to get your shit together. Blah 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 blah. And by tagging them, doesn't it bring it to their attention? So it shouldn't matter how many people follow me. No, no, you no? there has to be impressions. They only respond to people with a lot of followers, uh, which is basically celebs. That you have to have some type of influence some type of power that will impact their reputation and their sales. If you do not have that, they will just move along with their life. So what we need to get you to do is figure out how to get Hy-V to respond to you via Twitter by making sure that you're getting enough impressions that they have no choice but to respond. That's the challenge. Well, it sounds to me like an impossible challenge. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can't figure it out. I still don't understand Twitter, and I've been on it for like nine years. I have no idea how it works. You've been on it for nine years, and you utilize it daily for yeah. the last nine years. Yes, absolutely. And yet you still don't understand it. Yeah, I have like 44 followers. I have no idea how it works. No clue. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like it's the most confusing social media site but also the best social media site there is but i couldn't tell you no clue how you get followers what the steps are i've tried to read i've tried to do some research i've tried to take some pointers it does nothing works i don't know i got nothing well uh so i guess where i'm confused is do you have to have followers to get impressions no you don't have to like you can use hashtags and you can tag uh, brands. Um, and so if people are searching for high V, your tweet should come up and that should help with the impressions uh, on a particular tweet. But I, I mean, it's not a guarantee. The, the only thing we can do is try, as Yoda would say, do or do not. There is no try. Um, so I, you can put a tweet out there, tag them, maybe uh, hashtag it with Satgate, maybe hashtag it with off the rails, uh, maybe hashtag it with something else that would be a okay bag and then we can go from there i think you know how we do this we've got tens of listeners on this podcast yeah every episode i yeah. mean i'm talking tens the high tens yeah, of high listeners teens. on <laughs> teens uh, it's insane the amount of people we have listening to off the rails 
on a uh, bi-weekly, monthly, quarterly basis. Yeah. Um, I say we do a call to arms right now to all faithful Off the Rails listeners. If you have a Twitter tweet, that we all send the same tweet. Let's mm. pin a tweet right now. I will write it in my notes so that I remember this. Um, and then after the show, we I will tweet it and I will tag somebody and we'll, we'll hashtag and tweet and we'll send it out. And by golly, Hy-Vee, we're coming for you. The t- Do you know what it's going to say right now? Do you have in your mind what the tweet will say? But keep in mind, they've uh, they've like quadrupled the amount of Twitter uh, characters you can have in a tweet. Okay. So you, can off, you can go off the rails if you really want to here. Oh, oh. Okay, so we started with calling them out. Whatever their Twitter name is, let's just say it's at Hy-Vee, right? I think that's a good. Okay, so we start off with at Hy-Vee. Uh-huh. I'm tired of you robbing me and everyone else blind, you dirty shitbag fucksticks. Okay. I've wrote this down. What do we think? Shitbag Fuck sticks. Uh, hashtag uh, do scumbags. Want, do we want the profanity? Oh, okay. So I sh- so you're saying get rid of dirty shitbag fuck sticks? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I, I right. mentioned scumbags in there, and I don't think we want that either. Okay, okay. Yeah. So that leaves me with I'm tired of you robbing me and everyone else blind. You. <laughs> We'll take off the you. Well, do you have a suggestion other than what I've started with? Maybe you've got. What do you think? No, I thought you were on the right track. Okay, okay. You kind of went off the rails there with the. Well, you you told me I I could go off the rails. You specifically said, Doug, you can go off the rails. I meant like as far as characters are concerned. I didn't mean with like profanities and name calling. Okay. Helicopter. I hear a helicopter, Douglas. Uh, Oh. well, there have been a lot of helicopters flying over today. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if we got a Chinese air balloon situation or just a hobby balloon situation. But this is like fifth, maybe sixth, perhaps third helicopter that's flown over the house today. Do you have you are you paying attention to local media to see if there's any uh, breaking news or any alerts to unidentified flying objects that are being um, looked into? I'm on the Twitter, if that's what you're asking. Yes, I'm on the Twitter. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, is there anybody on the Twitter locally, like the like the Fayetteville PD? Uh, who are we following on the Twitter that's going to give you that information? Uh, I follow Dan Scoff, a uh, local weatherman. I follow Joe Pennington, a local weatherman. Um, I follow Stormy. What is her name? Stormy something. She's a local weather woman. Uh Wait, do you think? Do you follow anybody other than weather people? Is this the kind of alert that would uh, that weather people would be bringing to the forefront? I think weather people would be all about this. It's something in the sky. Uh, yeah. I think that would be very helpful. But they would also they could retweet the news programs that they work for and go from there. So that's kind of what I'm thinking. Do your weather people that you follow tweet anything other than weather weather related stories? Ooh. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. So that seems to me that it's possible that those aren't the people you need to be following for something non-weather related uh, in the news. So I need to follow the actual stations. Yeah. Yeah. Or somebody that would just anybody that would report something other than weather. 
Yeah. Well, see, yeah. what I could do is, you know how on Twitter now there's two there's two different tabs. It's the one that you're following, and then the, there's the tap for you, which is just a bunch of random shit. I could just I'll just tab over to the for you section, and I think that's the way I could uh, find what I'm looking for. Right now, there does not appear to be any type of situation happening over the skies. Have you gone outside to inspect the skies yourself? Are the skies clear enough for you to no. inspect them no. yourself? It's a cloudy, dreary day. Pearl and I did go outside for a little while. There's uh, Unfortunately, there's there, it's just way too much cloud cover for, for us to get anything good. And you can confirm that this is an unusual amount of helicopter activity in your neighborhood skies? Absolutely. Way too many helicopters. Way too many. Sounds to me like you should be taking to Twitter right now to, uh, you know, reach out to your fellow uh, Arcan- Arkansians. Arc- well, it comes back to our high V discussion. I can do that, but nobody's going to respond. Damn it. I, I, I ask questions on Twitter all the time that go unresponded to. Ugh. Like if I did a poll on Twitter, I would get zero responses. That's how confusing Twitter is. <laughs> I know talking, we've, we've talked about this before. I'm just talking some. It's my own personal uh, journal entry into yeah. my diary. Like in 40 years, my daughter and my son and anybody else who, well, that's probably it. Anybody else who would be interested to see what my life was like uh, when I was in my 40s, they can just go to my Twitter page and they can just read my random daily thoughts and that's it. And then they'll be like, wow, nobody ever responded to any of these tweets he sent out. <laughs> He did thousands and thousands of them. Yeah, that would. Yeah, listen, that's it's somewhat commendable. I mean, your dedication to your Twitter and and uh, trying to generate some sort of feedback uh, to no avail, but yet continuing to do it so frequently uh, is commend. It's it's perseverance. It's commendable. I I I applaud you. Not only do I applaud you, uh, we'll let the computer applaud you. William, we got off of the subject because of these uh, these current issues yeah. we're having in the skies. If yeah. we could get back to the high V tweet real quick, and then we can move on. I feel it's important that once again we complete this tweet so that our tens of followers can jump I, on the bandwagon. You need to find out a way to convey what you're seeing the issue being. Uh, My issue that. is me going into the store. Picking items at an advertised price, and when I get to the cash register, they're charging me more than what they're advertising. And go. Mm. This is what we need Chat GPT for. Mm. Mm. Absolutely, let's go into it. I tried already. I already tried Chat GPT for this exact same thing. Chat GPT. If you're not aware of it, people, if you don't know what Chat GPT is, get involved. Check it out. It's mind blowing. It was brought to my attention by my guy, Nate, at work, my boss. He's talking to me about ChatGPT and what it is, but I never really ever uh, looked into it or utilized it. And then somebody else at work, our marketing director, um, she brought up Chat Chat TP. Fuck, I don't even remember what it's called right now. Chat PTT? Chat PT? Chat GPT? PT. Chat GT? B. GPT. Yeah, 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 that. Chat GBT. That's... P. G is in girl. P is in Paul. 
Tears and Thomas. Yeah, that. Chat TPT. Tell people about it. Tell them what it is. Go ahead. Doug, I have no idea what it's about. You just introduced me to it like four days ago. You're going to have to go ahead and tell me what it's about and the audience who's listening. Go ahead. So you didn't do any you didn't do any research when I told you about it? So no. I didn't have to do it? <laughs> no. Chat no. GPT, it's an artificial intelligence that allows you to generate some sort of written something. You can ask it a question. Um, Chris D'Elia, comedian that I like, he mm -hmm. typed into Chat GPT, write a joke about blank in the style of Chris D'Elia. And then he read it on his podcast um, and thought it was hilarious. Um, you can, I put in chat GP, G, chat GPT, man, it's right in front of me. I'm still struggling. Is that, is that dyslexia? Maybe I have that. Um, you probably should figure that out before you're almost 50 years old, Doug. Hey, chat GPT allows you to type in, you just say, so I wrote, uh, I put in chat GPT, uh, write an intro for uh, a podcast called Off the Rails with two friends that are uninformed. Something basic like that. And Chad GPT spit out this beautiful, money, fire, fantastic intro or bio or whatever you want to call it for uh, Off the Rails with Will and Doug. And you can now find that because I used every word of it for our... Um, our bio, our intro, it says, welcome to Off the Rails. This is our new intro. It used to say something along the lines of, uh, we're uninformed, we're dumb, and we don't know what we're doing. It was really self-deprecating, and it was not a good uh, description of our podcast whatsoever. But ChatGPT came up with, welcome to Off the Rails, the podcast where Will and Doug bring humor and chaos to the world of knowledge. Join these two best friends as they tackle the big questions, dive into obscure topics, and leave no stone unturned in their quest for understanding. With their unique blend of humor and uninformed perspective, Will and Doug are guaranteed to make you laugh and leave you wondering how two people can be so wrong about so many things. So sit back, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride on the train of comedy and ignorance. As we present Off the Rails with Will and Doug. I mean, ChatGPT fucking crushed it. That's fantastic. So that's what ChatGPT does. If you type in there, write me a research paper on pickles, it'll fucking generate this research paper for you. You can use it for business. You can use it for personal use. You can use it for all kinds of stuff. Apparently, I can use it for marketing. I can use it to generate contacts somehow uh, for my job. I haven't figured any of that out. The only thing I've figured out is how to get a bio for Off the Rails. And then I asked it to write a complaint to Hy-Vee about how they constantly are robbing me. And ChatGPT came back with some nonsense about, I'm sorry, we can't do that. Um, uh, that's a... Uh, I don't remember what they said. I think I read it to you. I, I sent it to you. Have it? Let me see if I have it in the chat. Did you did you read it out or did you send yeah, it? I think I sent it to you as a voice note, didn't I? I should have it right here. I have a voice, a lot of voice notes. Here, yeah, I got them right here. Let's go. Let's see. 
I did one for No Judgments Here. Nope. That's your podcast about music, music news, music tours, and all things music related. Um, this one is... Her description is a podcast... Nope. The- Dang it, I didn't... So I made a quick change. I said... No. Nope. Uh, instead of... Those are all... Oh, here's the last one. I just asked this fucker to write a jingle about how high V is always trying to rob me. And it came back with, I'm sorry, but I cannot generate content that is offensive or untrue. High V is a well-respected grocery chain with a long history of serving communities and providing customers with quality products and service. If you have a specific concern or issue, it would be best to reach out to their customer team directly to address it. <laughs> so ChatGPT was like, no, we can't do that. Uh, so that leaves us now where we are right now with nothing to write because we're not quick enough. So, uh, is, is chat GPT, is that the thing that came out this week saying that it wanted to be human or is that something different? Oh, I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know what, I mean, it's causing a lot of concern, um, because, well, it's just artificial intelligence that's really on top of its game, but at the same time, it has a lot of misinformation as well. Um, so there's times where, you know, you ask it to write a research on biochemical engineering of something, something or whatever, intricate, crazy, in-depth, weird, tough topic. And it'll come back with some well-written, uh, shit that sounds intelligible and factual, but for people that actually have the knowledge, they look at it and go, well, no, that's not accurate at all. Like it doesn't actually, that's not how you, uh, fix a so-and-so or you do this or that so they're still tweaking it and perfecting it and you've got to you can't take you can't take uh what chat gpt says as gospel essentially you've got to do your research and do your due diligence to ensure that what it has spewed out is actually accurate and factual information however it will provide you with some interesting shit so I don't know. It's interesting. I I just didn't know what to. The thing about this artificial intelligence is you have to know what to ask it or what to say or what what you're requesting, right? You have to have something. I I don't know what to ask it to write. I mean, the only things that I came up with staring at it for probably 45 minutes was write me something for Off the Rails, write me something for No Judgments Here, a podcast about music, music news, music tours, and all things music related uh, with your host, Will and Mike. Uh, you can find it on Spotify and other platforms for your podcast listening. Um, and then I asked it to write a jingle uh, about High V. Those are the only three things that I could come up with uh, <laughs> to to ask ChatGPT's brilliance to do for me. That's how uh, dumb I am. So I found the article. It says, "I want to be alive." Microsoft's ChatGPT powered Bing is now telling users it loves them and wants to escape the chat box. It's also begging users to be its friend and says it wants to be human. <laughs> it's starting. Oh, hmm. no. Hmm. <clears throat> what do you think about that? I don't know. I've, I've, I just found out about it this week. I don't know what I, I, I want to play with it. Is it free? Yes. Yeah. You just got to create a profile and all you're doing is like putting in your, your, your G, your, uh, email account and creating a password that's it i mean i'm intrigued to, to find out but i'm gonna be like you right off the bat i'm gonna be 
wondering what the hell I should ask it and how to start the conversation, which is kind of me in real life as well when I'm talking to <laughs> first time. It's pretty freaking awkward. A lot of silence, not really knowing where to go with the conversation. Yeah, I, don't, I need that both in real life and with the computer, but we'll give it a shot. Yeah, you should look at it. Do you have anything work-related that you have to pin? Is there anything that in your job that you've got to write out uh, stuff that maybe you find difficult? Are there emails that you have to generate that you spend a little more time than probably the average person does because you're trying to figure out the proper way or the right things to say? I think there's definitely some areas there in brokerage where it could it could be useful uh, when we're trying to communicate with our uh, carriers. I think there uh, that may be a good place to start is the business side, and then work over to the personal side. Yeah, I mean that's I think that's where I, that's where I plan on utilizing it when and if I I need to because I I find it I sometimes spend way too long trying to write an email uh trying to figure out the right things to say uh so that i don't sound like an idiot um and i think that's where chat gpt is going to come into play for me but i i'm not there yet with the need to do that but i'm intrigued and i want to use it for things i want to but i just i haven't come up with anything other than the stupid things that i have william we are now at how many minutes into this podcast 25. 25 minutes, and all I want to do is pin a fucking tweet right now. 140 goddamn character plus, give or take, a tweet to hy V, and we haven't managed to do it yet. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, hy V, please explain to me why your pricing doesn't line up with the register inside, and I don't know, Doug. That was it. That's pretty good. hy V, please explain to me why your pricing doesn't match up with the actual charged price and here's what you need douglas you need a picture of what the promotion is and then once you try to get the promotion you need to present the picture of the receipts okay i smell what you're stepping in so today i need to go to hyvee uh to the hyvee gas station where i go I need to get two bubblers. I need to take a picture of the bubbler price. I should probably go ahead and get two Coke products as well, because those are two things that I know they're screwing me on. Um, And then tell them not to ring it. Just ring it up. Ring it up. Don't do anything special. I know you know that I complained about the bubbler prices so much in the past that you automatically fix them, but I don't need that right now. I need you to just ring it up and give me my receipt. Yeah. And then I can attach those two pictures to my tweet? Yes. Okay, so my tweet's going to read, At Hy-Vee, please explain to me why your pricing doesn't match up with the actual charged prices. Yep. Hashtag, get it right. This is some bullshit. Well, you told me not to curse. Damn it. I did, didn't I? Yeah, hashtag, get it right. Hashtag, hashtag Hy-Vee robs. But who the fuck isn't the point of hashtags because somebody else is typing in the hashtag to look up stuff that's related to that hashtag? No. Nobody's nobody's searching for hashtag get it right and hashtag Hy-Vee robs. You are correct. So what you can do Damn it. go and look at, at what the top five trending topics are and then just hashtag those topics into your Hy-Vee thing. Really? Yeah. That's a just that's a <laughs> I think you should hashtag what is actually trending in America or in Nebraska. 
All right, so I'm just going to hashtag Hy-Vee for sure. Um, and then I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to look up Hy-Vee related terms, phrases, things. Uh, maybe I'll see if Hy-Vee, obviously Hy-Vee has a Twitter. I'll look at their Hy-Vee, see what some of the things they're hashtagging about. And then I'm going, so it's going to be at Hy-Vee or whatever their official Twitter name is. Please, and this is what I need to for you. Once again, call to arms. I'm reaching out to all tens of our listeners, both foreign and domestic. Tweet High V and say, please explain to me why your pricing doesn't match up with your actual charged prices. Hashtag High V and hashtag whatever you want. Can we just retweet your tweet and tag High V? Son in it? of a bitch, that's genius. Who would have funk it? What's my Twitter? You know what your Twitter is? I do? Yes. By the way, Hy-Vee does have a tweet Twitter. And they have 390,000 followers, followed by Mike Schilke. There you go. A little information for you there. Are you not Rev Smooth? My Twitter is, in fact, at Rev Smooth. That's R-E-V-S-M-O-O-V-E. I have 110 followers. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I can't imagine those are all real people, though, right? Those are bots. You don't even tweet. I have 47 followers. Hmm. <laughs> well, again, they can't be real people. I have 81, 47 tweets, and I've deleted thousands. Um, you have, where does it say the number for you? You don't even have a cover photo. Yes, I do. You have 450 tweets, Doug. That's, whoa, that's impressive. I can't believe I have that many tweets. Doug, your cover photo is blue. It's just blue. It's a blue rectangle. On my screen, it's a picture of me wearing a lighter, uh, uh, lighter side podcast shirt. A profile pic, Doug. I'm talking about your cover photo. <laughs> oh. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> well, All right. Do you see my t Twitter? No, my I, it's too much. I can't even figure out how to get to your Twitter. I'm so overwhelmed. I'm shutting it down. I don't want. The, we're not making this entire podcast about fucking Twitter. We only have 15 minutes left. <laughs> oh shit! I'm moving on. I'm going to tweet today. Those of you follow me at Rev Smooth. Find my tweet later this afternoon, early evening, and retweet it, please. And thank you. William, there's a restaurant. Here's a, here's a crazy story I just found out about yesterday about the kind of cancel culture um, and about how ridiculous people are in their complaining of silly shit. There's a restaurant here in town. It's more of a... I'd call it a, uh, I'd call it a, I'd call it a restaurant. <laughs> it's a, uh, it's one of those places where you go and eat food. Uh, <laughs> that is a restaurant. I can confirm that the places you go and eat food at are indeed called restaurants. Hopcat. What is Hopcat? It's more of a fuck. It's a more of a pub style. It's a bar and grill. It's not a bar and grill. God <laughs> damn it. It's a beer bar, is what it says on. Let's see Apple. how they can we see how they describe themselves? Yeah, that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to see how Hopcat describes himself, but I'm so shitty with computers and Googling. That they, I, they, 
they describe themselves as a bar. A woodwork-filled brew pub with a massive beer list. Brew pub. Uh, pub fair and brunch items. Brew pub. Now, um, they used to have an item. They used to be known for their, uh, one of the things that they were known for that was a very popular item on their menu was their crack fries. Um, the crack fries, I believe were just their French fries with a sauce, maybe some cheese and some bacon. I don't really know what they are. I've had them once, but it was years ago when it opened and they are delicious. Um, but obviously they're called crack fries. Why? Because crack is an addictive drug and people refer to crack in non drug related things as something that's fantastic and delicious and is addicting. Right. Um, I'm addicted to Coke like crack. Uh, I'm addicted to crack fries. I love uh, people just, they use, you know what I'm saying. So somebody, people have complained so much. The first example was Coke. (laughs) I know it was terrible. It was so terrible. Um, People complained so much apparently about the term crack in in the fries, crack fries, Mm -hmm. that they had to change the name. And when I say they had to, I don't know if they had to. Uh, but they did. Uh, they changed the name of the fries from crack fries to cosmic fries. <clears throat> now, I think that's absolutely ridiculous. But what's even more funny is when I did the research on the menu to see what they had changed it to, because I heard that they changed it from crack fries to something else, but they weren't sure what it was. Uh, I found that uh, they now have cosmic fries, but they still have killer mac and cheese. Hmm. Uh, got rid of the crack fries, but we're okay with murder and killing, uh, because that's the way people apparently are. They take everything fucking literally to the point where they think crack fries is, is a poor message. I guess they're concerned that their children are going to have crack fries and then gonna, they're going to find out that somebody has got something on the street called crack. And they're like, Oh, those crack fries were delicious. I bet this crack that guy's selling is really good. And he says, oh, well, put this crack ripe in the, uh, this crack rock in this glass pipe, put a flame to it, and inhale. And that's going to be what's happening to kids because they had crack fries at Hopcat. Now they're smoking crack, and they're fucking fiends living under a goddamn bridge, drug addicted to crack. It's ridiculous. But they leave killer fries on there. Aren't they concerned that their kids are going to have killer mac and cheese, my bad? And then after they're done with the killer mac and cheese, they're going to find out that killing is fantastic? I love killer mac and cheese. I'm going to go out and kill because it's fun and good. God damn it, I hate fucking people and their ridiculousness. It makes no goddamn sense in the world that you want to complain about something called a fucking crack fry, you dumb motherfuckers. That's what I think about that. <laughs> Sorry. I thought that was pretty ridiculous, so I wanted to share it with everybody. Whew. Your thoughts? Well, um, I was trying to find <laughs> the story about this name change on their Facebook and then on Google, and there's no mention of it anywhere, Doug. Are you sure this happened? Oh, it absolutely happened. Now, as far as, (laughs) well, I mean, yes, what do you mean did it happen? Of course it happened. They used to have crack fries, and now they're called cosmic fries. And the reason is because people complained. Now, I don't know that this was a huge news story. I learned this from uh, somebody here in town 
that has their ears to the ground and knows a lot of influential people that they deal with on a daily basis. Um, and they shared this story with me. And so I ran with it. Okay. So uh, their last their last Facebook post was six hours ago. Uh, it's apparently their 15th anniversary. Congrats. To Congrats, Hopcat. Uh, you asked, we listened. We're bringing back your favorite Hopcat dishes from the past for a limited time only. We're serving up this, this, that, and that. And then on the very last one, it says, and crack fries. Oh, they're coming back? Yeah. Menu items available now until February 28th. Uh, hashtag Hopcat 15 years. Hashtag Hopcat eats. Hashtag crack fries. Yeah. And the picture is what appears to be uh, the number 15 uh, in crack fries. So there you go. Come back until February 28th. Uh, you got, what, two weeks? Two weeks. Well, I'm not upset because I loved crack fries so much and, and I, I won't eat them again because they're not called crack fries. I'm just upset with the absurdity of people that would complain about something so trivial. Yeah, it's disappointing, if this is all correct, uh, that they bow down to the masses. They, they shouldn't do that. They, they, they got to hold strong. Because more than likely, it's not it's people that don't even go to the establishment hopcat who are complaining, which is the way it always is. It's people who are, who don't even go to your establishment. They hear about it some other way, and now you're bowing down to people who don't provide you with money. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit either. Uh, you know, here's something else that I don't like. Um, I was listening to ninety three point seven The Ticket, which is our uh, is a sports radio uh, FM station here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, I was listening to it because one of our coworkers was going to be on there because of a program called Teammates Mentoring. It's a longstanding service here in Lincoln, Nebraska, where they have adults mentor young people. Um, and it, it's a great thing for the children and the youth and whatnot. Um, this person at my job had been a part of Teammates Mentoring since I believe he was like seven and now he's 24, I believe. Um, so he's still in contact with his mentor. His teammates mentor was on the radio station along with um, like the, another guy from teammates, uh, one of the people in charge. And then the individual from work was on the program as well from, you know, given the perspective from the child side. And then we have the perspective from the actual mentor. Uh, and then we have, you know, the director of the program on the show. So I tune in because he sends something to us at work saying, hey, I'm going to be on 93.7 The Ticket um, about this, that, and the other thing. So I tuned in because that's what I do. I support people that I know in the endeavors that they do. Um, so I tune into this show on 93.7 The Ticket, and one of the commercials that they aired on the radio show, um, I believe was for, I got to be honest with you, I don't know what the commercial was for. I wasn't paying attention. I just heard it in the background. Um, I had my headphones on. I was listening to it that way. I was on the internet um, looking at Yahoo or something. Who knows what I was looking at? It's not important. But I hear in the background, I recognize the music that's playing behind the commercial. And the music that's playing in behind the commercial is a song by Nelly called Tip Drill. Are you familiar with this song at all? No. Okay. No. Um, I think when I heard the song, I was so taken aback that this Nelly tip drill song was being played that I tried to start paying attention. I think maybe it was a basketball show that they were doing. So it makes sense, right? Tip drill. 
a show in in regards to basketball. We all know that the tip drill, if I'm correct, is when you have the line of people, they run up, throw it off of the backboard, um, Mm -hmm. and then the last guy lays it up or dunks it or whatever he does. Correct? That's a tip drill in sports, right? Sure. Okay. Tip drill in Urban Dictionary. um, Put your kids away because we're about to get a little explicit. Um, Tip drill in uh, Urban Dictionary and also in the way that Nellie was referring to tip drill is when a girl bends over and her man puts his penis in her ass crack without any penetration. This is usually done as foreplay before doggy style sex or as an act when the man and the woman do not want to engage in full intercourse. Um, There's also something in here that mentions something about uh, being a train of gentlemen. Um, Many people in the world, uh, it's for the equivalent of running the train. This is because the act is used by many men on one woman and other after the other. This is common because a tip drill does not involve penetration, making it easier to be repeated on one girl in a short amount of time. Now, Nelly's lyrics in tip drill, the song that is being played in the background of this sports radio program, here's the hook. I said it must be your ass because it ain't your face. I need a tip drill. I need a tip drill. I said it must be your ass because it ain't your face. I need a tip drill. I need a tip drill. I said if you see a tip drill, point her out. Where's she at? Point her at. Where's she at? Point her out. There she go. I said if you see a tip drill, point her out. Where's she at? Let's keep going. We throwing money in the air like we don't give a fuck looking for a tip drill. I mean a tip drill. Murphy Lee throws in. Now, mama, girl got your friend that don't mind joining in. I'm a tip drill because I'm a tip drill. Baby, bring it over. Let me spit my pimp juice. I need a tip drill. I said it ain't no fun lest we all get some. I need a tip drill. We need a tip drill. My God, this is a very sexually explicit song that shouldn't be played on a fucking sports radio show. It's not appropriate. You were looking good in them shorts, but they look better on the flow because you would tip drill because you would tip drill. See, I want to let you ride, but the rubber might slide. Use a tip drill, girl. You would tip drill. Toot that ass up, mama. Put that dip in your back and let me tip drill. My God, why would you play this song on a fucking all ages sports radio show like it's okay? We got motherfuckers canceling crack fries, but it's okay for 93.7 to be talking about fucking tip drills fucking from Nelly. The video is so fucking dirty. I remember watching this video on BET's late night fucking after hours, uncut, filthy, sick, fucking perverted, fucking sexy videos, story shows. God damn it. In the goddamn video, one of the very last scenes, Nelly takes his credit card and slides it through this fat ass crack like it's a goddamn credit card machine. It's not the song that they should be playing on a sports radio show, Nelly's Tip Drill. I was amazed. I was confused. 
I was astounded. I thought it was hysterical. I felt like maybe reaching out to the radio station and saying, hey, guys, I know it's a catchy song and it's talking about tip drills and you're playing a basketball fucking show, but maybe somebody should look at the lyrics because you don't need in your goddamn radio show, you're going to get canceled when you've got lyrics like you looking good in them shorts, but you look better on the flow. How about, come on, girl, you know what we came here for. How about, uh, uh, baby, bring it over and let me spit my pimp juice. I said it ain't no fun unless we all get some. God damn, it's ridiculous. Your thoughts? I love that you decided you needed to set up why you were listening to that radio show. Oh, is that is that part of the story not important? <laughs> I feel like it was not. I thought we were gonna get some. I thought we were gonna get something cool about the show, the teamwork, <laughs> and then the whole rest of it was the commercial for the tip drill. Yeah, that had nothing. To, listen, teamworks. If you're interested in being a mentor. And you would like to reach out and help the young uh, men and, and women of, of Lincoln, Nebraska, uh, that that need support. They need some sort of direction. They need some sort of mentoring from an adult. Then teamwork. Um, Nebraska is the way to go. It seems like a wonderful organization, a very helpful organization. And it's been so good for the gentleman that I work with that he stayed involved with his mentor from the age of seven, six or seven, all the way to age of 24. But God damn it, 93.7, you shouldn't be playing tip drill as a goddamn song. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that's uh, I'm sure the host knows what's going on there, but I don't think anybody has paid enough attention uh, to what the actual song is about to, to put an end to that. And all it takes, Douglas, is one person. And that one person apparently is you. Man, so I'm, what I'm hearing is I just really need to get out and make some changes in Lincoln, Nebraska. And I need I to fix IV. I need to I need to get on 93.7's ass about their music. Yep. Yeah, I would just have them, you know, look at the lyrics and the meaning of a tip drill. I mean, it's pretty graphic, and it has nothing to do with sports whatsoever. So it's pretty dumb, to say the least. I agree with that. So that was great, though. And, I mean, we're at 45 minutes. Where, where else are we going? Doug? Well, I also want to make it clear that I don't personally give a shit about this stuff. Yeah, uh, it doesn't affect me. I don't care. I think it's hilarious. Um, I personally kind of like the song. It's catchy. Uh, I've heard it for a long time. I'm familiar with the song. Uh, I, I don't mind it. I'm not upset by it. And I don't give a shit that 93.7 is playing it. But I just think it's amazing that uh, that is still happening. I think it's it's thing. With the way we are in in this world and the way people care so much, um, you know, like with the crap fights and just dumb shit, you know, with the cancel culture and things like that, I'm surprised that it, they're getting away with it more than anything. Like I said, I don't give a shit. And probably who knows how many people, their demographic, what, what whoever what that is on 93.7, probably mm -hmm. have never heard the song Tip Drill a day in their life. Right. Um they're not familiar with it. It doesn't, they're not listening in, you know, when it's playing in the background of this basketball radio show commercial, which it may or may not have even been, um, they're not hearing the music like I am. So again, it's not that big of a deal, but uh, I think it's just, I think it's absolutely hilarious. It's more funny if they don't know what it actually is, which I hope they don't. And they're playing it for the few people like me that actually do know what it is. I just think it's, it's comical more than anything. Yeah. I kind of want to, I'm, I'm going to, after the show, I'm going to have to look for the show 
so I can read more about. Is it Lincoln, Nebraska specific, or is it a national syndicated show? Uh, 93.7 from what I'm familiar with is just Lincoln. I don't think they're syndicated shows. Okay. All right. Um, also, it, you can't find, it's very difficult to find Nelly's Tip Drill video because it's so graphic. Um, I don't think it's on YouTube. Oh, I found it. The song itself is absolutely available for everybody to listen to, easily able to find. But the video itself no, is different. The song is not on Spotify. Oh, it's not on Spotify. No. Oh. Well, it's out there. I've. It's. I recommend you listen to it. I think it's fucking hilarious. And if you can find the video, do it. What else do we have on here? I had, uh, oh, here's another thing that's going on. What do you know about this Kentucky church revival that's happening right now? I know nothing about a Kentucky church revival. <laughs> what are we talking about? What? There is a nonstop church revival going on in Kentucky at a Kentucky college. Um, it's called Asbury University in Wilmore, Kentucky. It is a Christian college. I think I probably already said that. On February the 8th, let me see if I can summarize without looking at the article right now. Essentially, it's big on TikTok right now. This was also brought to my attention um, yesterday by somebody else um, because one of their clients was super jazzed about it and thinks it's, it's fantastic. Um, and then she brought it to my attention. Um, I believe if I'm correct from what I saw on TikTok, this university has da uh, daily like prayer study, daily sessions where they all gather around for like one hour, three, when I say daily, it's three times a week. They get together for like an hour and do whatever they do, pray, sing, hold hands, uh, do godly things. On February the 8th, when they were having their their service, whatever you call it, it just didn't end. It just kept going. I believe I've seen two things. I've saw one thing where one of the students, she's like a student leader at the, at the university, said that um, a gentleman uh, was giving his, uh, his uh, ah, fuck, what do you call it? Uh, his testimony. Um mm -hmm. But when he was done, I gathered from what she was saying it was supposed to be over, but it just didn't end. They just kept, there was, she said, you could feel it in the room that things changed and people didn't want to leave and they wanted to continue to stay joined together in, in God and Christ and, and sing and pray. And it just didn't end. And it's still going on today. It has not stopped. They've been going on for well over 130 hours. Um, it's brought people together from all over the United States have come to this college to be a part of it. Um, it's brought people from Singapore. It's brought people from Brazil. Like they're having a religious revival that has not stopped for days. And I've just got so many questions in regards to it. Who's running it? How do they stop and take food breaks? Are they bringing in pizza and everybody goes to the stage and grabs a slice and then goes back to their church pew? Uh, are they sleeping in their pews? Are they, f are for every two people that come in, three people leave and they're kind of going in shifts. Uh, I just, how, how is this going? What's going on? Um, I don't mind it. Good for you. If you're having, if it's going to bring joy and change people's lives uh, and bring people closer together. 
fine. But I just don't understand the logistics of it, I guess. So going on for 10 days, I'm having to read the article now. Uh, after the Wednesday, the first revivals day, the students refused to leave. And now it's been going on ever since. Apparently, Mike Pence uh, says that he traveled to Asbury in 1978 for a revival. He was going to a Christian music festival, he says. So apparently, this has been happening for quite some time at this particular college. I don't know. I remember revivals coming through town in Russellville when I was in high school. And like uh, churches, are, uh, tents. Uh, yeah, tents. And uh, kids would go to the revival and they'd like give up drinking and smoking and doing bad things. And it would last for like a good three or four days. And then their life would go back to normal after those revivals were ended. So uh, I don't know. But religion's not my thing. So I won't say anything negative about it. I don't know anything about revivals. It's not something I would ever attend. Um, I can't imagine 10 days, 10 days of revival. I don't know what people are doing. My guess is it's kind of like a bar or a club, right? You have somebody who's at the door counting people coming in because you gotta, you gotta maintain the capacity because if you get over capacity, the fire marshal is going to come in and shut the entire thing down. So when five people leave, five more people then come in. I imagine it's like a bar in that way. Instead of alcohol, they're just praising the Lord. Yeah. I guess, I guess that's, that's how it's working. So I don't know how they got a bouncer. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure how that logistics work, but somebody, somebody apparently it's just something they're used to. And they knew when people decided they're not going to leave, hey, call up our bouncer, make them get to the door. We got to start making count. We got to make sure the fire marshal doesn't come down here and shut this shit down. Let's make sure everything's apparently, like you said, someone from Singapore has come over that it's it's crazy now i see other colleges are joining in samford university is in day four of their own revival themselves copycats <laughs> it's not a copycat uh it's the the spirit has overcome them they're they're brought together in the uh the unity of christ and uh i don't have anything negative to say about it either i don't good for you i don't care it doesn't bother me. It's not my cup of tea either. Uh, I wouldn't mind going uh, and spending a, an hour or two just to witness it and see what's going on. Um, I've seen a short video on TikTok where it says at the 83 second mark, this is when the revival began. And all I can tell from the video is, uh, have you seen a picture or anything of it looking? I mean, it's a large assembly. There's a balcony. Um, there's, there's just there's. I feel like I read something that said there's like 1,500 people there. Um, maybe the capacity is at 1,500. I don't know. Uh, but my point was, in one of the aisles, you can see a bunch of people standing up. Um, and then you can kind of tell that maybe they carried somebody. Somebody's lying down. Um, there's one person on stage who's just kind of uh, humming. Uh, not humming, but he's singing at a, at a soft tone. Um, just repetitive, like two words. Probably just like, praise the Lord. or I don't know what he was saying, but it was just low humming, repetitive singing, chanting, people in the background are all screaming and clapping and praying. And I, I think there's somebody in it, it says uh, individuals getting rid of their demonic, uh, 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 demonic uh, possession. Um, and you can hear somebody screaming loudly, writhing in pain and screaming uh, like they're being murdered. But it's apparently the sound of the demonic possession leaving their body. Um, and they, and this video claims that's what started it. Um, but then again, I heard from the student, uh, 
person saying that it was after this dude did his testimony. So I don't know what's correct in that sense. Um, yeah, it's crazy to me. It's interesting. I'm curious about it. Uh, these people don't have jobs. Uh, is the university just like, cool. We love what's going on. We're not going to worry about classes anymore. Uh, just, you know, the logistics of it to me is what's crazy. Um, but if it changes, like I said, I'm just repeating myself. If it changes somebody's lives and there is somebody that does quit drinking or does quit doing drugs for longer than three or four days, yeah. uh, then congratulations. Good for you. Yeah, this says the movement began after students refused to leave following a chapel service last Wednesday. I mean, I mean, what does that mean? Yeah, we, right. Like, exactly. Did somebody come in? Did the dean come in? Did some did the, the head somebody come in and say, all right, guys, you got to wrap it up. We got to cleaning crews coming in uh we got to turn off the lights uh curfew uh, you guys yeah. got class tomorrow and they're like hell no we won't go hell no we won't yeah. go like they probably, they probably didn't go with the hell no part you know you probably not probably not so I, I would i would like to hear more about what it means to refuse to leave and then it just turns into a 10-day uh, long event i mean I don't know what that means. I'd, I'd be intrigued. And why did they refuse to leave? They were, I mean, they were overcome with emotion and the testimony. I don't, I don't understand any of it, Douglas. This is really where it comes down to two uninformed guys. Yep. Talking. Yep. This is, this is us right here. This is I, no clue. This you is know. our bread and butter. And I think yeah. this is a perfect time to shut things down on our uninformed situation about a story yeah. that we really don't have any knowledge of or anything to talk about other than it's happening. Um, and that's what's going on in the world. Thanks for tuning uh, in, everybody. We love having you. Don't forget, find my tweet, at RevSmooth. We're going to change high V. We're going to fix them. We're going to turn things around. Eat your crack fries. Don't worry about it. Go listen to Nelly's tip drill. Love it. Enjoy it. Appreciate it like we do you. Thanks for listening, Will. Thanks for joining me. And we'll do it again another day. Only God knows when that'll be. Cheers. Letters. We're Doug and Will and we are off the rail, off the rail. Peace.